0: surely not analysis or actual reflection, accounts for an excuse based simply on a woman's sex and not on what she does or is capable of doing.
1: Welcome to Man Unmade, a podcast normalizing the authority and power of women's voices in a man's ear. Yes.
0: I cannot reiterate enough, like how important it is for me to just know that, like a young girl is not wasting the most important years of her young adult life on size, on size, on tags in the in the inside of a pair of jeans, which are also just like irrelevant in general. That's a whole other like Pandora's box.
1: One day, at the age of fifteen, tired of rejection, she kind of tossed her hands in the air threw aside her runway wardrobe and opted instead for some board shorts and a t-shirt and walked into one more modeling audition. And that was all it took. Candace Huffine has since become a leader in the fashion industry as both an outspoken advocate for the body positivity and size diversity movements with an undeniably accomplished book of work. She's been featured on the cover of Vogue Italia, starred in countless campaigns with such brands as Levi's, Express, anthropology, and more, all while continuing to break down barriers with appearances on the runways of New York Fashion Week and the covers and pages of L, ID, Vogue, W, and Glamour, to name a few. And one night, she found herself dancing in an open field in Cedar Rapids, Iowa, next to me, my wife, and Kelly Clarkson. If you need a boost in confidence, you're in the right place. She dishes it out daily, whether you like it or not. A little note here before we start with Candace Huffine. Um, we had a few technical difficulties in the recording of this interview, which did not present themselves at the time of recording. And we're all just really mad about it because uh, everything that Candace said was amazing. And um, so we salvaged as much of it as we possibly could. Please enjoy this interview with Candace, even though there's a few technical difficulties throughout. So sorry, but enjoy. Thanks, bye. Welcome back into the pod, everybody. That's what I'm calling it, Lisa. The pod, man unmade. Yep. I know you're rolling your the eyes pod. at me because I don't even know if people say that jumping in the pod <laughs> um, today. <laughs> I'm cool like that, Candace. I hope I you know me that. Too. Um, <laughs> this is my level. I'm a trendsetter. Uh, yeah. Um, uh, so uh, today, you know, if if you're gonna talk to uh, a supermodel, you might as well start right here. Um, supermodel, superhuman. Um, Candice Huffine. Oh, yeah, that's how I like to lushing. think of you as superhuman.
0: What? Okay. Well, my, this is great. Thank you yeah. for this. I'm out. I'm, the, I'm good. Yeah. We can only.
1: You're good. We're you at the could, top we can stop now. now?
0: This, is, this is the peak.
1: But I have so many more oh, questions. That's <laughs> so
0: sweet. It always makes me like turn red. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here.
1: Well, it's true. Um, we are uh, proud to have you on. Um, for those that don't know, you are a supermodel. And and okay, first of all, I got to say this. I'm so nervous.
2: I I'm, mean, me I too. and I've
1: I've been doing these. I've been doing these podcasts. I've I've been on TV yes, and different things. And um but this I'm nervous. Um one because you're just amazing. Um two, I have been taught my entire life you don't talk to women <laughs> about their bodies, yeah. about weight, yeah. about fashion, about, you know, just keep your mouth shut and um, I have made many mistakes. I might tell you a funny story um, (laughs) if we have the time, and I've made many mistakes in that realm, but there is a massive deficit when it comes to how um, we view women's bodies and how we um, interact with women um, just in general, and and I want to get better at that, and I would hope that A lot of people would like to get better at that. So the only way to do that is to kind of fumble through this, and I I may say something like totally stupid. I may ask a question that is like totally, and I'm. Let me just say in advance, I'm sorry.
0: (laughs) I mean, look, look. I don't want to tell you how to live your life or what to undo from your like history of you know Mm -hmm. the makeup of who you are. But I think the concept and the willingness to learn or unlearn or explore is really freaking cool. And that's why I'm like, whoa, like, let's dive in. Of course I'm open to talking about that, but that's pretty, like, it's pretty major for you to want to explore these topics.
1: Well, I, you know, I, um, I am married to a woman. I have, um, a very two strong woman. Um, keeping, a yeah, ver- she's <laughs> so rad. <laughs> Oh, you you gotta listen to her uh, podcast. She's a, she's a two parter. The first two of uh, season nice. one. She she was yeah on Man Unmade. She was uh, whoo. She was great. <laughs> um, and uh, I have two daughters, and then I have a son who you know he is going to grow up mm-hmm. in the same world you know, and he is going to be dealt with. Well, how do I interact with women? Mm-hmm. How do I you know view women and their bodies and et cetera, et cetera. Um, and you know, like I said, I have two daughters. How do I talk right. to them about right. things? How you know they're going to start receiving messages, and that makes me really nervous. Um, if Kelly's ever out of town, I I don't even go to their closets. I don't know. I just like whatever you want to wear. I yep. don't care. I don't know. I don't know how to put yep. things together. And their hair is in a ponytail. That's it. That's, I don't, I don't. And it's a bad ponytail. I know. I remember I had like like
0: PTSD from bad ponytails in my past. (laughs) I was like, oh no, this is the worst. Dad has to do it. And then there's like pieces that are stuck under that are pulling, but you don't know how to like identify what it is or how to fix it. It's like when little girls, like when their tights are falling down and then, like, they're nobody, like, they can't express what they need to be fixed and they just run around like that all day. I'm like, blast. Yes. That's got to be so uncomfortable. Yeah. That's like how a, de- yeah. when a dad does a ponytail, basically.
1: Yeah. Yes. It's, it's uh, exactly. And it's embarrassing. And I feel bad for them, but it's the best I can do.
0: Well, I will say this, though. I think we, we're in a very interesting time right now that's going to make your future as, um, a dad no matter what your past uh experiences have been in like approaching women's bodies or like you know terminology or whatever it is mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. we're going to undo but either way i think that we're in a really pretty cool time right now that's going to make that easier for you
3: it's going to take a weight great. off your
0: shoulders because it's already sw- like the um, like the celebration of all people, and mm-hmm. like a just a general, um, like promotion of self love and celebration, I think mm-hmm. is just swirling around us everywhere anyway, which I think will already help your daughters or women, women all around. And I think that it'll take the weight off of you specifically having to teach them the way forward or like reiterate and, Mm. and be the sole responsibility for the way that they view themselves. Because I think that there's a lot of different elements coming into play now that are just making it more comfortable for everybody. You're not like, you know, if, Mm. if a young girl feel, um, you would feel ostracized in a way that like had your wheels spinning to immediately start thinking of how you can change to be, perfect and beautiful and fit this mold. And now because that's been dismantled, then Mm -hmm. I would like to think, and I would hope that that means that the young girl is not sitting in her room thinking about like dwindling down to a smaller jean size. And is just like feeling great and living her life. And I think then that would also as a ripple effect, kind of bring a lightness to the household where it's like, you can, you guys can kind of like fast forward into a place that is really like, Body positive and and celebratory.
1: That's so good. Oh my gosh, that's great so, to hear. So you're
0: so you're out of the woods. No, I don't. <laughs> yeah, I'm fine.
1: Don't even have to do anything. No, we don't even need to talk. A, We're I've good. Not it
0: all. Actually. <laughs> I've yeah, done it for twenty years. You're welcome, Clint. No, you. You've I been think doing all the work. <laughs> thank you. With all forces combined, I hope, 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 hope that yeah, that I hope that young girls won't spend the majority of their young adult life or their young life just worrying about being beautiful or perfect or skinny. It's and like, let's
1: let's talk about that with you because, um, first of all, to give people just a quick rundown, you are a major advocate for body positivity as people can already tell. And in the size diversity movement, yep. um, you're you and and so that people also know i'm like so nervous to even say this but i know i shouldn't be whatever (laughs) um anyways um so you are you're a supermodel but you're in what i guess people will call the plus size model um but i think you are calling it the curve model
0: yeah we're always trying to sort of figure out put put in like the funny thing is that on one hand we're like labeled shmables like we don't need the labels right wow. and it's sort of like i mean it's one of those situations where it's like it's kind of always been the way that it's just been that way and
4: mm-hmm.
0: on one hand when you're like do we really need to like have these divisions and you're like no not really and then they kind of still are there too and it's but there's no derogatory connotation to the label mm. in the industry anymore and so okay. in that case you're like ah it's fine because it doesn't it doesn't mean that I don't have the same opportunities um yes. or that like I I'm limited in any way. So it's kind of like, yeah, we've like, we've evolved it into the curve, like curve world, curve fashion, curve modeling, whatever. But
4: mm-hmm.
0: at the end of the day, I mean, I think that things are blending so much anyway. I think that that's, mm very
1: um I, I would almost be like aren't you just a real model like <laughs> <we're just>, yeah <laughs> i would call this mo- real life like you're just, just a modeling. real person we're all
0: just out here basically we're all i mean we. i sometimes speak for the other curve models because i think that we all share the same sentiment and i'm like we've all been out here hustling for this long in order to get to a place where you're like undefinable do you know what i mean like yes. so that yeah and that was always the ultimate goal. It's like, okay, we could put a label on it if you feel that it's necessary, but at the end of the day, the point is that when you look around, you don't you don't see a size two and then a size fourteen woman and then that's all you get. Like you see a whole range of yes. sizes and ages and race and ability and that was mm-hmm. the ultimate goal. And that you can't pinpoint a label on and you shouldn't. And that was right. That was the whole, like the reason why we've all been, um, so like passionate about.
1: Yes. Do not let up. Yes, that's right. You were not, you started in this industry though, and that change was not there. Oh, for sure. I mean, you're talking 20 years ago.
0: Vast. Yeah. The division was harsh. Mm -hmm
1: yeah and and since you started you've been to name a few (laughs) vogue italia um l um just vogue um w magazine glamour um uh you've been with um levi's anthropology express um it's i mean on and on and on and on all these different things and i am barely like i'm barely you know it's the tip of the iceberg kind of thing But when you started, um, obviously you had nothing. I mean, you had no, it was just you going for it and you had no portfolio to speak of and you just jumped into it. Tell us about that because here you are, a young girl. I want to know, were you always taller? Were you always, did you see yourself as like, I'm going to be a model. And you saw yourself one way. And then other people were like, Oh, you can be a model, but you have to be it this way. Or how did that, (laughs) how did that happen? Exactly
0: how that story went funny enough. Um, okay. So I was, um, always like, okay. Yes. I was always tall. I was like, I'm very broad. I, my dad is six, five, Mm. like I, uh, yeah, like I played sports. I was a cheerleader. I felt fit and great. And, body wasn't like a huge topic of conversation in our house. And so like, I felt mm. great and thought I looked great. And I was like really feeling myself, like I'm the cutest. And <laughs> I did pageants my whole life. I mean, I wouldn't always win, but sometimes I would win. And then you're like, wow, I really crushed it. Like there was no plan B. There wasn't like, if this doesn't work out for me, I'll uh, go like, I guess I'll, yes. I'll look into like veterinary school. It was, this is what I was like, <laughs> I'm going to New York and I'm going to be a model. And so I like packed my bags. I went up to New York for two days with my grandma and like made all these appointments to see these agencies. And I'm like, Hey, like I'm here to take what is mine. Like I'm here for this contract. Let's get this party started. I'm a model. I've been on pageant stages, like it's go time. And it wasn't until yeah. that it wasn't until I put myself in those environments that I had, like, it was such like a screeching tire. They were like, they're like, no, ma'am, like, uh, your, what are these measures? Like, what about your body, though? Like, your size? No. And I was like, wait, what? Oh, my gosh. And they're like, no, like, you need to lose 20 pounds. Or that. Like, sometimes it would just be, like, a hard pass. There was a lot of you need to lose oh weight. Gosh. And I was like, how can I lose weight? I'm young. I'm young and I do everything already. And I just don't yeah. think that that would be... How would one do that? How does one go about that? I remember even asking my yeah. boyfriend at the time, and I was like, How do you lose 15 pounds? And he was like, You can't. He's like, You you wouldn't be able to. That's just like, it's oh, not, yeah. It wouldn't be good for you. Like, it wouldn't. Be- oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Oh. Okay. And I was like, Yeah. Yeah. You would be unhealthy. So I was like, it Okay. So that was sick. Like, That's my yeah. only option. And
1: now I, I want to ask you something really quick. Yeah. American Idol. Yeah you see parents take their kids on there and their parents cannot, I mean, the kids cannot sing. (laughs) But But the parents are like, the parents are like, oh no, no, you're great, honey, let's go try out, I'm sure Simon Cowell will love you, you know, whatever, and then they go up there and it's horrible and they're all looking at them like, what did, why are you even here? This is like kind of ridiculous. Okay, it's like this oblivious parent. I'm not getting the vibe that your parents we're like walking around going, she doesn't get it. She's not, she's not model type.
0: No, we, I, we were all shocked. We were all shocked. I just didn't re I didn't realize we didn't know that there was this whole other, like uh, sort of very exclusive world that I was trying to enter that I had no right being in I think I mean I think we just didn't put two and two together like of course you look at magazines and at the time it's like yeah I grew up looking at Cindy Crawford and Chrissy Turlington all these like sure like beautiful vibrant women
2: Mm -hmm. that
0: Mm -hmm. and I just didn't I didn't put two and two together that like they were probably all the same measurements and size I didn't realize that there was this like kind of like dirty little secret of like a strict requirement in order to be in those pages until right. I was faced with that harsh reality when I was like, I'm here to be a model. And they're like, not, no, 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 no. You can't.
1: And so, I mean, genuinely your parents are literally just a shock, not because they're the American idol parent who like is just not facing reality. It's just literally like you've won pageants. Yeah, we just did it. know. They look at magazines too and nobody's thinking like, well, I mean, here you are at the time. What are you like? It's 14, maybe
0: 15,
1: five, 14. Oh, yeah, yeah. So are you like five, six, five, five seven? No,
0: well, well, that's another thing. There's a height require. There used to be a height requirement, which I think is now obviously gone by the wayside because it's just oh, like,
4: you
3: okay. can't oh, gosh.
0: in media, you can't manufacture like an army of the same person, which looking back, mm. it is what we grew up seeing yeah. basically, mm. but I just, Nobody okay. tells you all those details. No one's like, don't go to New York unless you're 5'9", which is just ludicrous. And then don't go unless you're these certain measurements. So we just had no idea. It was really baffling to me. Like, we didn't experience that in the pageant world. Of yeah. course, it's like, come one, come all. Like, pageant world is like, actually very inclusive and awesome and diverse. Yeah.
1: Were they looking at you like, are you insane? It was just
0: so... Sometimes or was they it won't more subtle than that? They just pass your photos back.
1: So were people... Like when you showed up to New York City, here you are 5'9", but you've got broader shoulders, you've got hips, but you don't yeah. – th- I mean, you're – and but you're beautiful and, you know, you're like, okay, here we go. But are they looking at you like, why are you even here? Or was it more yeah. subtle than that?
0: Well, they're like – well. It's more, um, brutal than <laughs> more,
1: <laughs> more brutal. brutal. Oh,
0: well, gosh. okay. So it's called like an, it's called an open call. And so sometimes, okay. so you would come in with like some photos of yourself. Mm-hmm. We took them in the front yard of my house. My mom took them on a throwaway oh, camera and we put them in it. a nice little photo album book, like a little oh. plastic sleeve book. Yes. And sometimes just the front desk woman would take the book and then send it off to an unknown person in the back. And you would just get a note inside that said, no, like it's a pass basically. Uh, and then other times you would actually see somebody in person. Yeah. And then that's where, so on the times that I did see somebody in person, it was like, we think you're great, but we'd be interested to see like if you could cut size a little bit and come down. And I was like, uh, okay, thank you. I'll. And then you, then you come back and see us again. It's like no contract. Um, like they weren't giving me any the, and, like there wasn't a contract that was like dangling that they yeah. were dangling in my face it was just basically yeah. like do this thing and show that you're serious and then come
1: yeah. back and then maybe
0: yeah so okay so then I was devastated obviously and I was like this is such a terrible idea and I called mm-hmm. my mom and I was like I want to come home early this was only on day one <laughs> this oh, was on day oh, one in New oh, York and I was like I want to come home early this is just like this is shocking I had no yeah. idea and it doesn't look like it's going to work out and she's like, don't you dare, which is all. this is also like something that stays with me forever. And she's like, don't you dare. You're there. You have appointments. Uh-uh. You have to see it through. And I was like, oh, but like, why? I can just tell you exactly what's going to happen. Yeah. And she's like, you're not going to quit. And so I went the next day to the remaining appointments, which I think was like two. And by that time, I was so disinterested. I was like, I didn't even dress up. I wore like sneakers and like board shorts. And I was like, (laughs) Ugh! I was like, you guys are going to reject me anyway. So what does it matter? Yeah, who cares? And so this is when I was presented with an opportunity to become a plus size model, which was also the first time I'd ever heard these words. Like, you didn't see plus size models in magazines at this time. Mm -hmm. You didn't see them on your commercials. You didn't see them Mm -hmm. in this. I mean, this is like, this is 2000. So you only really saw you, all I ever really knew about the plus size world and industry was like the, like the plus size section at the department store, like the few racks of clothes that you would see in passing. I just didn't understand what that meant. And they, it was a very new concept in the fashion industry. It was very new, like sub world that they were really trying to grow and build and, my main question was like okay well what is like can I can I be a model does that mean I'm going to be a model can I will Mm -hmm. I have the same opportunities can I be in magazines and they're like absolutely absolutely and then I was like well what like what's and can I be myself can I be whatever size I want to be and they're like absolutely and so like wait this sounds amazing yeah (laughs) and I took the contract back to my mom we signed it the next day I mean it was like say no more what tell me what could be wrong with that and I just think You know, the industry divided us based off of a misconception of like who the plus size woman was, but really Mm -hmm. the underlying beauty of the whole situation is like, that is who that woman is, you know, like she Mm -hmm. just wants to be herself. I'm like, okay, I have a home now and I'll be over here in this like subcategory that you built for me, but just wait, like not for long. Cause there is a re like, I have to be here. Because yeah, you almost let me not be here. And now I am and this is going to change everything.
1: I love your confidence so much. <laughs> she
0: was rat. Look, 15 year old me was rad. And you know, when people are like, what would you say to your younger self? Yeah. And it's always like, you know, in fairness, like it's weird times, it's awkward times. So of course, usually like your love letter back to yourself is like, hang in there. It's going to be all right. Like, you're going to, everything's going to work out for you. And mine, almost on the other hand, is like, I'm always just like, thank you for, like, thanks for not quitting. Thanks for knowing who you are. There's elements of her that I need to remind myself, like, my 36 year old self, to like bring back because I tend to overthink everything and like maybe not go for things the way that I used to. And I'm like, just be the girl, just be the girl who walked in with the sneakers on. And was like, hey, here I am. So I feel
1: like if people were to ask you, what would you tell your 15-year-old self? You'd be like, well, my 15-year-old self, I would tell my 15-year-old self, Write me letters. Write thirty-six-year-old yeah. Candace oh, yeah. reminding me to be a total badass I and know. like not ashamed of who I am. Because your fifteen-year-old self got it. I, I mean, yeah. wow, she that is like, cool.
0: I know, and now it's like something about adult life can really like even with, though you know more, you feel more like comfortable. There's just mm. like I don't know. There's just something that you you think too much.
1: Can I tell you a story of um, how we overthink, and it will make you laugh? I think. Yes. <laughs> Well, first of all, let's just talk about the fact that you and I uh, met um, when Kelly and I came, we were all in Cedar Rapids together for the Nubo Evolve conference, which mm-hmm. is a whole nother podcast. Mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't even know.
0: <laughs>
1: it's the like most random.
0: But you know what I always say? I'm like, ever. oh, we met uh, we met at a Kelly Clarkson concert.
4: Yes. <laughs> <Basically>. yes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> because I forget sometimes I forget all the other elements that were involved. Like we were work we were there working, but I'm just like, oh my God, I had the most lovely time with Clinton Kelly at the Kelly Clarkson concert. <laughs> <laughs> That's <laughs> In exactly right. Idaho, which was also a pretty random. It ball. was
1: so uh it was um uh so bizarre. Um so um so we I I first of all I almost didn't go to that. I I got the contract for it. I had been doing home shows and so I got this contract and I was like I don't know if I'll do it or not. My schedule's kind of busy right now and then I called my agent and I was like, "You know what? I'll do it." And I didn't know, cause it was kind of like called this weird thing. They're usually like home show of Indiana, but this was like, you know, the Nubo Evolve conference <laughs> in Cedar Rapids, Iowa, you know? And I was like,
4: what? Oh, yeah, Iowa.
1: God, like... I
0: said Idaho, my bad. Yes, Iowa. Oh yeah. yeah. Shout I didn't out Cedar Rapids. Yeah, a, it what? actually was pretty rad.
1: It was so, Cedar was Rapids a cool is place. a cool town. I know. So cool. cool. But I was like, I don't even know. And so then I was like, I told my agent, okay, yeah, let's do it. So I go up to um, Dallas one day with Kelly. And we just take a day for ourselves to just kind of be together and hang out. And, uh, she needed to go into like some store or something. And I was like, you know, I'll just sit out here and, and drink some water. And, um, and so I was just had like my water bottle and I'm chilling and I'm on my phone and this, I get retweeted or tagged or something. I don't, you know, I don't know, like all the terminology, excuse me. And it says, um, so excited to, um, welcome, uh, Kelly Clarkson, Maroon Five, and Clint Harp <laughs> to Cedar Rapids, and I was like, "What is? What is this?" I hope you it. Like,
0: I hope it's framed that tweet. Is I, framed. Yeah, I know. <laughs> no, I have.
1: I have. Yes. So I look on there, and there's like all these different names, and it's like Alexis O'Hanian and Candace Huffine, and and I'm like, "Wait, what is going on?" I don't even, you know. And so I I go. I was like, "Wait, Iowa." I go back and look at my contract. I'm like, "Oh." This is that thing. I, this is not a home show. This is like this cool conference. And then I start looking at who's coming and I'm like, Christian Seriano? Yeah, like, like
4: Sign wait, me why up. am I? I know.
0: I felt the same <laughs> what way. What is going I felt on? I felt the same way about okay. all of you guys. Okay, so, so, so then we go with Maroon 5 and Kelly Clarkson, Clint.
1: Well, I think they did an alphabetical order mm-hmm. and well, would have just...
0: come next, to <laughs> be honest.
2: <laughs> Let's get real. <laughs> <That> was... <laughs>
1: maybe you hadn't signed on yet that's probably what it was well so then at that point like kelly um I'm, i'm kelly comes back from shopping and she's like I was like, you got to see this. I don't, what is going on? She's like, oh my gosh. And then she sees your name and she's like, wait, Candace Huffine's going to be there? Clint, I'm going with you to this one. And oh oh yeah, she was like, oh my gosh, that's so cool. And Kelly Clarkson, are you kidding? Like, we got to go. This is awesome. So we ended up going together. Okay. So I'm getting back to the point of like, you know, how we get older and we get worried. All right, here I am. And, um, you know, I'm on this like popular television show, Fixer Upper, the idiot carpenter, you know, who's just like covered in sawdust all the Hardly. time. And I'm, I'm up here like, you know, with all these really cool people and everything. And so you would think like confidence, man. I mean, I'm Clint Harp. I'm, you know, I'm on fixer upper. Yeah. yeah. Like, here we go. <laughs> and so like we go to the concert and I remember like you had on like, I don't remember exactly, but I think you had on like some jeans and like a cool t-shirt or something and like Christian of course. He had like this, just like this t-shirt yeah and i had i had like first day of school that shit i had like (laughs) i was like i had like my nice khaki shorts and like uh like a a (laughs) button-up shirt but i did my cool thing and i rolled up the sleeves like i always do i felt like such a dork I, because y'all were all like so cool. I was like, why don't I have like a cool concert t-shirt or something? Like oh I'm showing up like gosh. in sunny school clothes. Okay. But
0: the, you know what's was, funny though? It doesn't make you feel better. I, Christian brought me clothes. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, did, I couldn't be left to my own cheated. devices. He was like, <laughs> "Like if we're doing this, I, I mean, it's also just a given. Like we're doing this together. Like you're obviously, I'm like, yeah. okay, well, what do you want me to wear? He's like, I'll bring a whole suitcase for you. And then he was. We were laughing because uh-uh. during the um, our panel, I ended up just choosing like yeah. a pair of black pants and a black t-shirt. He was like, "I brought you all these dresses, these fabulous dresses, <laughs> and you came down in the t-shirt." And I'm like, "That's me."
2: Uh, yeah, it's so today. funny what
0: we like attach our like. What I, also, I'm one of those people, and I'm sure that's like what you mean too. Like, I in it will like resurface months later. Like it'll be one of the, you'll be like washing dishes, and you're like, "Ooh." gosh, I really like didn't nail that. (laughs) Or like, ooh, what was that outfit? It's like the the overthinking. Oh,
1: I don't nail it ever. (laughs) I never, ever I never, like, ever nail it. Like, oh my God, uh, do well, they
0: understand what I meant when I said that? Like, I overthink everything. It plagues me. It stays with me for months. And I'm like, I hope they got that joke. What if they think I'm rude? Like, just so much thinking.
2: <laughs> so much thinking.
1: Which is so funny because you're just the most pleasant person. You're so kind. We didn't even know you. We all, um, I say jammed out because I don't know however else to say it. I'm sure there's a cool way, but we jammed out at the Kelly Clarkson. It was so fun. And I'm sitting there going, I'm with my wife and, you know, Candace Huffine and Christian Siriano. And we're just like killing it here in the front row. To- it was so fun.
0: Like we didn't, you know, we were like, what are, what, what, like what are we doing and what are we here to say? And what's like the work aspect of this that we need to like come in and be professional <laughs> about. But at the end of the day, like, I like to think that there's just a reason we were all meant to be brought together in the first place. And I love that yes. our, like yes. we've stayed in touch and, it was just like we were all meant to know each other. In uh, I love Cedar it. Rapids, That's exactly
1: Iowa. how I feel. in Cedar Rapids, <laughs> Iowa. That's all right. And you know what was so depressing to me about that trip, though? One of the things that was most depressing is when I heard y'all's panel and somebody asked Christian, they were like, um, someone in, asked Christian, they were like, hey, are you ever going to do like guys' clothes? And he was like, he was like, nah, probably not. You know, I, I just don't, you know, or he basically, I don't remember what his answer was, but it, you know, I mean, he just really understands women's fashion. I was so bummed because I was like, I totally was already having daydreams of like, maybe I'll get big enough one day you, and need like to go somewhere important and like a red carpet. You were thing hoping and, he
0: brought you an outfit for that night. Yes. <laughs> I, okay. Seriously.
1: I wish he would dress yeah. me. I'm like, please, I need help.
0: It is cool, he does have, and that would be, I mean, it'd be a great conversation, you guys as well, that's in the similar vein of what we're talking about. Like, he has a a very, like, very authentic and passionate respect and, like, knowledge of all women's bodies, and it's so rare in this industry, and it's Mm. so refreshing, and he does nothing because he has to, and everything because he genuinely wants to, and believes in, like, in just
4: Mm.
0: beauty of people.
1: Okay, everybody, Man Unmade was created to amplify women's voices. And early on, we decided that beyond each interview, we also wanted to highlight women in business and music. So in each episode, we'll take time out to turn you on to a new business you've maybe never heard of, and a singer-songwriter whose music we think you should try out. The music will come at the end of each podcast, so make sure you keep listening after we've wrapped the interview. If you're listening now and you happen to own or work for or have a friend with a business, or if you know of an artist or you are one, shoot us an email to contact at manunmadepodcast.com. But the spotlight on women's businesses is right now. It's time to highlight another woman in business. And um, this is someone that I have uh, been admiring her work for quite a while now, um, I've been following her. I don't know how long I've been following her. It's been quite a a while. Uh, I follow her on Instagram. Her name is Ariel Alasco. And she is a woodworker, um, an artisan woodworker. She is incredible. She is a sculptor. And it is just I, 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 I don't get it. Okay, Lisa, you know what I mean? Like when you see something you're like, that is I don't that doesn't even make sense.
3: Yeah, like her um, sculpture of the, it looks like a rainbow with, I guess, clouds or drips coming down, or water, you know what I'm talking about? Or it looks looks like a bent pipe with like um, water coming out, and it's all sculpted. The water is sculpted out of wood. That's insane.
1: Yeah. No, I mean, this stuff is just... Next level, it's incredible. It is so beautiful. One of the things I love about Ariel's work is that um, she has definitely created her look. You know what I mean? Like when you look, it was like, oh, that's a Rembrandt. Oh, that's a Picasso. Oh, that's a, you know what I mean? That's a Van Gogh. You look at this and you're like, oh, that's an Ariel Alasco for sure. Like right away, I could spot it a mile away because she just has totally perfected her look, and it's all beautiful. Um, I just absolutely love it, and admire her her as a woodworker. Um, She is just incredible. So um, let me give you a breakdown on her. Full-time sculptor, um, uh, working really with wood, Um, and she graduated from the Pratt Institute in New York uh, with a BFA in sculpture. So I mean, the, the woman knows her stuff. She's incredible. So if you want Ariel's work, you can't just like necessarily just go pick it up somewhere. You've really got to reach out. It's very specific stuff, unique things um, that she's making and it's hard to come by. So um, you email her and request what's currently available um, at ariel, A-R-I-E-L-E at brooklyn2west.com. Um, and then the best way to keep up to date uh, and and you know follow her and what she's doing is on Instagram at Ariel Alaska, um at A-R-I-E-L-E-A-L-A-S-K-O. Um, and you can also visit her website, ArielAlasco.com. Um, I love her stuff. Ariel, we are huge fans of yours uh, here at Man Unmade and wish you all the best. And um, yeah, thank you for doing what you're doing because it is beautiful work being put out into the world and it makes me smile every time I see it.
2: The most difficult thing is the decision to act. The rest is merely tenacity. The fears are paper tigers.
1: You can do anything you decide to do. You can act to change and control your life and the
2: procedure. The process is its own reward. Amelia Earhart.
1: You alluded to this earlier, but I want to talk about this, you know, in terms of current events and where we are now. um, It's happening in all different arenas, whether it be... um, uh, you know, in, uh, BIPOC, you know, uh, black indigenous people of color. Mm-hmm. Um, we're starting to see like, Hey, why don't we have more people of color in television shows? It's just, you see a show and it's like all white people, mm-hmm. or you see a show and it's all black people. Mm-hmm. And, and, and it's like, Hey, what mm-hmm. are we doing here? You know, like you understand on mm-hmm. one hand, um, uh, for anyways, it, it, it's for black people, you know, they have a show and it's all black people. Cause it's like, well, we're not invited over here, you know? I mean, we got to do our own thing. Right, 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 And right. so, you know, I think for, you know, it's the same thing in terms of um, bodies. The people that you see on TV, they're all, they all have to be just fit, thin-faced, Absolutely. you know, just close yeah. to emaciated. And it's, it's really a bummer. But now you turn on the TV and it's changing a lot.
0: It's, I think it's so exciting. I think it's so cool. And I don't know if I'm just more locked in because it's my Mm -hmm. world too, where I notice the difference or if everybody's noticing the difference, which, or maybe they don't notice at all, but it's, it's just, it's infiltrated into your life. And it, you know, obviously the visual, like a constant visual uh, that matches the everyday world Mm -hmm. that you live in makes it so that you don't have any, everything becomes just so much more normalized. There's no biases yeah. because we've, it's just, it's normalized where it wasn't before. Like, you know, the a curvy girl was never a love interest on mm. the show. So therefore like maybe a guy was apprehensive about falling in love with a curvy girl. You know what I mean? Cause it's just ingrained yes. in you. And now I think that because everything is so normal, like mixed race couples and like a Cheerios at whatever it might be, it just makes it so that what you see all the time matches the world yes. that we're living in. And I am hyper aware, but I also hope that people are, but aren't at the same time, if yeah. that makes any sense, because it shouldn't, it's not, it's not, uh, it's not like a drop in the bucket, like token mm. moment. It's I, It's not tokenism. It's yeah. You, you talk
1: about that. And I, I love that. I, I read a quote from you. And again, this is your confidence, which is just like, so stinking awesome. Um, (laughs) you, I think so another plus size model got a job ahead of you and they said something to the effect of, well, we've already hired a plus size model and you were like, so there can only be one.
0: There'll be like a theme throughout this. I can tell like this conversation overthought. And I Hmm. think that the industry has been guilty of overthought for far too long. And that is a perfect example. Like when a brand or or a designer or whoever is thinking that like they're gonna modernize and like now we're gonna be inclusive and diverse and um we're gonna like we're really gonna make a like a change here and like we're changing our look and our brand and we're gonna be for everybody and then they like cast a size two and then they cast a size 14 or 16 or whatever and that's that Mm. like they bought, you know what I mean? Like, they're like, it. okay, yeah, I'm good. I, I, I nailed yeah. it, nailed it. <laughs> oh my gosh! And I'm like, no, because you can see right through it. It doesn't feel, it doesn't feel organic. doesn't feel authentic. And at the end of the day, it shouldn't be this like manufactured. Yeah. Yeah. It should be everybody all the time, an array of people. I just was shocked. I was like, okay, so, but I was like, we're so different. Like, just take them, just take yeah. us all. It's never, you're never going to... You're never going to have a. You're never going to have pushback on celebrating the beauty of people of all people. Right. Celebrating the truths of, like any, the viewer at home that's consuming what it is you're putting out, will get it. They they will get yes. it, and they will be appreciative, and they will feel differently. And it's a tiny ripple effect that just betters the whole. Of I, I of think
1: us. about that a lot with um just anything any any negative thing that we all believe or that we all whether it be body positivity or negativity or racism or you know white nationalism or all the different things you know if you look at it there are so many subtle messages that we're constantly receiving that it's like no wonder we think this way because if you look around you, you go, Oh my gosh, take a look at that. I never even noticed that because it's just been a part of my life. Like the whole way. Exactly.
0: This is not matching what I, how I feel about myself or like the world that what I see when I walk down the street too. And like, and I do think that social media has created an amazing platform for people to speak Mm -hmm. up. And I think it's implementing change faster. Yes. I mean, I think like, it's been a slow burn for the better part of my career because it's been on the, like, we can only do so much inside this industry. Like I can't, I can't put myself on the cover of a magazine. Like it has to still be, there's a a lot of moving parts there, but you know, um, a large massive of women can demand to see something different and can, get the attention of an editor much faster than an agent being like, please use our model. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Like use our model because she's great and she's cute. Like it's because it's the voices of the consumer really that I think also help drive the change that we're experiencing because she's like enough is enough, man. Like I've worked so hard to, you know, I'm like generally speaking for women who are like, I I think constantly on a journey, Mm -hmm to like of self-acceptance and self-love and it is so it's such a like a hot topic and and focus in our worlds. And I also think like obviously we see that with media messaging too. But basically like the journey of yourself is something that everyone's very vocal about yeah. and working on and experiencing. And after all that damn work, if you still don't see yourself represented, it's infuriating. Yes. Yeah. You're like, look, well, I, and, lo- and, like, and, I am feeling myself.
1: I, I think like along the lines, of what we were talking about a second ago with all these negative messages for me, the only way for us to get better is to inundate ourselves with tons and tons of the right message that we're wanting to see. Absolutely. So that's why I love the fact that you were like, why does there have to be one plus size model? The whole magazine should be filled with them. Like, let's go. Let's I mean, this needs to be everywhere. It should be as normal as breathing. We should see. Yeah, Yeah. we should see, um, you know, uh, 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 black men and women as uh, lead anchors on news shows. We should see uh, men who have weight issues, if you want to say, who are bigger or whatever, who are hosting a television show or whatever. So what, you know, I mean, like, that's just the way it should be. We see, you know, we're now seeing like, um, people um, with disabilities, um, you know, in television shows, acting in wheelchairs, um, you know, and, and like, it just, we have to, one is not enough.
0: I mean, you have to normalize life. That's right. Exactly.
1: We've taken, we're talking hundreds of years of this message. We
0: can't get ourselves out of. Yes. and 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 it's, it's like it's enough is enough like it's not really serving anybody is it like it's actually so damaging yeah and maybe at the time it was like a you know a dreamland like it was cool to see like this uh, you know fantasy of fashion and these like Mm. elaborate like perfume ads and like you're like (laughs) wow like i want to be glamorous the reality is that is like everyone just wants To be all right with themselves and like be happy, and whoever put these restrictions (laughs) and standards and like that marginalize like what beauty and perfection is, and and told you that like you can't be that unless you look like this. Well, I don't know,
1: but I I think that you can take a lot of it, and you can go back even to. uh, oh, gosh, I'm forgetting the name of the show. Lisa, help me out here. Um, but Don Draper, the the like. Oh, Mad
0: Men. Ma- oh, Mad, Mad Man, Men. You know, yeah.
1: you can go back to like that. And of course, what did you have? You had a bunch of white guys at the top who, you know, they're making all the decisions. Yeah. And uh, look, I'm a white guy, so I can I can bang on my own. You know, like um, the, the the truth is, is that like a lot of white men have been in power for a long time. Some have done some good things. But when you look back at it, you go at the end, who was driving it and who was who were making the decisions? And you go, there are guys sitting in a room going, nope, that's not that's not what our readers want to see. You know, we're trying to sell cigarettes here, not, you know, this or whatever. So I I need I need men to to buy these cigarettes or buy this whatever. And and I need a curvy, not the curve model that we're talking about Mm -hmm. now. We need, you know, whatever. Back then, and and skinny and curvy, whatever you know, you want to call it, and 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 and, and, blonde, and blonde
2: and perfect, yes, and,
0: yeah, yes. and with big boot, yeah, it's the just, whole it's a, thing. Yeah, I mean, it really just like that really does nail it. It's like I think for a really long time, uh, the ideal of perfection and the ideal of beauty has been dictated by yes. or there by men, sure, but like there just hasn't been enough in the past is that that changing
4: how how so
0: you can sense the um, like a sensitivity and Mm. like a more vulnerability between a a woman's gaze and a male gaze but I think that Mm. traditionally our media has been dictated by a male gaze and so it's like over sexualized and perfect like absolutely like unattainably perfect yeah and if you're not perfect like here's all the things that you can do in order to get there and like don't even think about loving yourself until you get there.
2: Yes. <laughs> you know what I mean? And yeah. so I
0: think that once all the forces kind of came together and had a platform in which to do so and really like felt like they could implement some really like overdue and important change, mm-hmm. it was kind of just like there's literally no turning back. It just really brought to light like I think what was ne- like something that was always very unspoken. It's just like yeah. can we just can we just not like to have to try so hard? Can we just actually like, what if you don't tell me to change and you're just like proud of me for being who I am? Just being. Who and I are. think it flipped everything yeah. on its head and it wow. made, I think it took a weight off everyone's shoulders. Like I think that there's like a, like a palpable feeling in the air of just like, like everyone just feels like a weight spin. Like, you know what I mean? It's like yeah. a, like a deep sigh, like, whew. like yes. I can celebrate, I'm celebrating me in all aspects, my body, the way I dress, who I want to be like my individualism. Like I want to, yeah. I want to be like, I want to just finally just like spread my wings. Yes. And I think that that really in the past, like I would say maybe five years has gone zero to 60. Absolutely. And in the best way possible,
1: have you, do you get calls? from people. I know you are you know, constantly modeling and doing all the work that you're doing and some really cool new stuff too that I want to talk about here in a second. But um, are you getting calls from people going, hey, we want to better the industry in this way. We want to do this. Are, are people reaching out to you or is it just up to you to use your voice and spread the message?
0: I mean, a little bit of both. <clears throat> um, I think that if you have taken on the responsibility of having a social life or Mm -hmm. have like doubled down on being a public persona. Yes. I would like to think that you would use it for a positive change. Like maybe not to just like reiterate that you're cute. Yeah. (laughs) But like and so that's like a responsibility (laughs) that I put on myself is to like in some small way just ease the mind of a woman at home who might be like feeling some kind of way about her body. And I'm just like, girl, like life, life is short. Like, let's have some fun. Put on the bathing suit. Let's go. I mean, go. you do and that
1: I- so well, Candace. It's not, it's not you, you do that so well. And what I'm hoping and the reason why I'm bringing it up is like, I, people need to be reaching out to you, people in industries that want to see equality, that want to see, well, look, you, you reached know, out. Hey, hey, there, that's, so there, there you, you go. go. There you go. Great.
0: So then that's that's the second part of it. It's like, yes, there's a responsibility I put on myself. Absolutely. Because I, if I'm going to be here and I'm going to like, I'm not going to have any secrets and the book is open, I'm going to make sure that you leave with something that is helpful to your life. I don't need to be in a magazine to feel like I'm still like belong for all of this, what I'm doing to make sense. Do you know what I mean? Like this is like an unexpected cherry on top, which I think is, um, is like the, the highlight of my career. But also then on the other side of that is the people who do reach out to have the conversations like we're having today and to continue the conversations to like, you know, accelerate and, and, and evolve them are the, are the other side of of the change too because Mm -hmm. you can't just think like all right well it's all sorted and we're going to be in a good place it's like the conversation's never done it always needs to be talked about it always will uh spark a new found like a new look in someone's eyes that maybe you had not reached before and it's all Mm -hmm. like it's all super important and I think in this situation like what you're doing is is really cool because there might be topics that like I don't know, maybe like a dad isn't isn't ever gonna touch, but feel would feel yeah. more confident or be more aware of now. Like maybe after this conversation, everyone's gonna look at commercials differently and be like, Cool.
1: Yeah, that's yeah. cool.
0: Never noticed. I hope that's so. Great.
1: You know, I, I mean, cause you also have um single dads out there who have daughters and they yeah. don't know what to do, all and you have you have gay couples, you know, um, two men. We have friends we've sat down with, and and I've I, one time I remember some friends of ours asking, um, you know, two dads, and they were kind of asking, you know, uh, Kelly, like, what do we do here <laughs> when this yeah. happens? You know, because yeah. it was like they're stepping into a new world, and I love it. I'm like, that is amazing. That's like what it should be. We should all be like sharing our experiences and talking, and and the more we get the message out there, the more maybe somebody hears this or hears, sees all the work that you're doing and does walk away and go, oh, I feel so much better, you know, or I'm not as scared about this as I was. Yeah. I think about the the work that you've done, you look at some, you know, first of all, there's more, I, again, I just say normal people, um, you know, the models who are, you know, wafer thin and whatever, that's like, that's crazy. Like how, do, that's just scary that people even get to that place. But like normal people, and plus size people, whatever you want to call it, how much have they already seen what you're doing, and how much has that already, um, you know, changed the game? I think of someone like um, Lizzo, holy, yeah, cow. I know how.
0: I mean, that I think that I mean, she's such a perfect example. Be, like, also because once you want, you know, there's been curvy women in like curvy actresses, obviously lead actresses sure, that we all know sure. and love, and then but like they you know, they're all portrayed a certain way. And then if they're shot in magazines, they're all dressed a certain way. I think there there was Mm -hmm. like a big uproar at one point of just like, Oh, how come all the curvy actresses are always like in coats and have portraits?
3: Yeah. Because (laughs)
0: you're like a mag, like a magazine still didn't really know how to like showcase their body. That was always the assumption. Um, Uh And then Lizzo just like came out and just like took the door straight off the hinges basically. And it was so refreshing because it's like, yes, like, Yes. This is she has a body that she loves and she's showing us and it is so refreshing because that's where we get tripped up is like letting Mm -hmm. these assumptions or these misconceptions about like who a curvy woman is. We let them lead like we let them dictate all the things we let them dictate like who she is what she can do what she can wear right and right. yeah. it just sort of dismantle that topic for everybody in the way that like well because it's not just about the body herself.
1: it's again and it's the thing that i just can't you know sorry for the pun but i can't harp on enough here which is just you yeah Ooh. you're 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 that yeah, was a strong <laughs> that's good i don't Tell me you use that a lot. i try not to he really doesn't yeah um, thank you I'm, this is
3: well, the first time i'm rolling my eyes at
1: it th- so. not the first time she's rolling her <laughs> eyes at me but just at that but
3: at that yeah
1: no. um
0: I was impressed. I'm going to flow clap. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, love um, I love but pine. But
1: uh, your confidence, you know, yes, there's all the body stuff, but it's also just your confidence. And that is one of those things with Lizzo that it's just like her confidence is out the roof. It yes. is just so yes. strong. Yes. And whether you're, you know, plus size, skinny, average, above, what tall, short, doesn't matter. It, this confidence in yourself that like hey go out and be who you are meant to be that yes that is what we're supposed to do and i i can't help but think you know as lizzo was growing up she's a you know younger than you did she see did she see you somewhere? Did she see another plus size model somewhere? Did that help build her confidence? I know it did. That And right, and, right, and right, right. right now there are other right. little Lizzo's who are seeing her, seeing you. Yes. And like they are now, it, it's the representation thing. It's the same thing with like Kamala Harris, you know, um, or Barack Obama. Yeah. You know, who cares about your politics for a second? Like, you know, person out there who's going, oh, whatever.
0: Now it, you think everything, now you yeah, know you everything is It's important. You can see it. You can't be yes, what you can't see. Yes, exactly.
1: So it's like we're. That's why it's important. You know, again, forget politics. It's so important for people to go. Oh, a black woman could be in that chair. That's interesting. I never even put that together.
0: Like, hold yeah. on, I'm reshifting <laughs> yeah. this focus. Like, I'm gonna now. I'm going for it. Yeah. I completely agree. And that's why, really, it's like I'll. I'm always. I always joke. I'm like, I'm gonna do this. I will be in this industry. I will do this work until like you kick me out. Like I'll be kicking and screaming because basically. And I cannot reiterate enough, like how important it is for me to just know that, like, a young girl is not wasting the most important mm. years of her yes. young adult life on size, on size, on tags in the si- in the inside Ugh. of a pair of jeans, which are also just like irrelevant in general. That's a whole other like Pandora's box, and that like, okay, well, get this, like this designer decided that that was his size 12 and this designer decided that those measurements were his size eight. Uh, There's no standard is what you tell me. I don't know anything about that. No. And the number gets stuck. There is a slight one Uh that everyone works off of, but it's really not consistent. And like there was this meme I saw that was like my size 16 jeans didn't fit me. So I like threw on my size tens instead and went about my day. But just the proof of it was in that like, sizing is all over the place and it was like i'll put whatever the whatever fit me and i could walk out the door with is like fine by me and it's not it's meant to like Mm -hmm. not dwell on a number which we put so much stock into like so much unnecessary like all our whole self-worth and our whole future is based around like a a number like that somebody made up that's inconsistent across branding and like countries and anyway like it's you can't base your whole life on it and so you know, if a young girl can't focus on being like a, a badass mm-hmm. future president, you know, cause she's like really trying to get down to the size two before she can like really get going and focus on her dreams, then it's, it's, that is like the, the most devastating thought for me. It's like, I'm just trying to eliminate that because there's just no, there's no time to waste. And I didn't feel, I've always been confident, yes, and I'm proud of my body and Mm. I'm very public about that. But I didn't start, like, really feeling strong and connected to who I was until I started running when I was 33 years old. And I was like, wow, if I could have had this, like, aha moment when I was younger, it would have, like, it would have just eliminated so many, like, sure what ifs or those thoughts that trickle in and it's like ah are so you let's sure talk you're about that because you, you,
1: you know i love to run as well and i have for a long long time since i was like 15 and so i'm 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 all about running um what we have this written down because you have all this really cool stuff that you're doing right now in the world of fitness and all that but you just said so many things opened up for you at age 33 when you started running. What happened? What was, what was like the thing that, that clicked in your brain?
0: I think it's like um, being in control, more of like, um, okay, I think that so often in life we wait for somebody else to tell us like we did mm-hmm. all right or we did, we're, they're proud of us or like mm-hmm. congratulate us and like give the extra like gold star and we very rarely do that for ourselves and especially when it comes to body and body confidence i think that's also just like a gray area because we're still trying to figure out how to like how to talk to ourselves mm-hmm. and how to be confident and like boost yourself up or like what are the right things to say or what what am i loving or what mm-hmm. am i yeah. like how do i do this basically and so that's still like everybody's learning it's still it's still a new um, it's still a new focus but running for me made me feel like, yes, okay, i like proud of my body, and like want to share all my like my history of my life and my my evolution with acceptance and whatever. But running just unlocked this like an, another element of appreciation for my body mm. that I just had never tapped into, and it made mm. me really, really, really proud. Like, so it wasn't just even like a wasn't an outward like. Okay, we're loving ourselves because we look great, or we're like we're like cool with everything that's going on here right now. It was so internal, like we're loving ourselves because we're so shocked at what
1: yes we can do,
0: or like what this body can do and its strength and like its power and its determination. It was just like, and it was a rare moment where I could be like, I'm really (laughs) proud of myself. Like I'm I'm real, and and I think that that however that's one of the most major takeaways for me that I'm like trying to encourage women to find for themselves. And it doesn't have to be with running. It doesn't have to be with marathon running, but like do something where you can stop and say that you're really proud and like thankful for the body that carried you I, there, whatever yeah. it looks like to you, because that's like a whole, uh, that was the most unexpected thing. I was like, who cares how, who cares how long it took me to run the marathon? That's it took me six great hours. though, by
1: and the I way, like, six well, hours is fantastic. It. Good job. That's amazing. <laughs>
0: things but and it didn't none of it mattered but I was like well I just did like I've been in the skin forever and I have been celebratory and like loving and appreciative but that just unlocked a whole other surprising level so whatever that whatever your marathon is
1: what it was for you was running shocked you yeah you were like oh I can do that
0: you're like, I'm I can do strong. more than I I'm thought powerful. I could do. I'm so strong. And I like, yeah, if there's a, if, yeah, I mean, women should walk around like that every day in some capacity. Like I'm li- basically, it's about li- limits for me. And I told myself mm-hmm. for so long, I couldn't do it. And that also if it goes back into like, I told myself I couldn't run because I never saw anybody who looked like me running. So I just assumed I couldn't yes. run. And that also trickles in with like the fashion and the fitness industry are one and the same. Like they basically manufacture what the perfect athlete looks like for you and like all the right yeah. gear to have and the way to look and like the speed to be and like this perfect sweat and the per- everything is just like, <laughs> everything's glorious, <laughs> yeah. but it's not realistic. And yeah. if you can't see yourself in it, you're like, ah, I'm going to be at uh, arm's like length. That's not I, for me.
1: I need to take a picture of like once for sure, sometimes twice a year I fall when yeah. I run <laughs> And and I need to take a picture. Like I wish somebody was out there with a camera, just taking a picture of me as I like just so awkwardly fall, totally by myself. There's no one oh around, my. and I just fall on the ground. Um because yeah, running it, it, all of it, exercise, it's not this like glamorous I no, mean you stink. Ho- I know I really it, did you- pick
0: like the gnarliest sport to be honest. I'm like disgusting <laughs> yeah. but
1: it messes up your feet, yeah, you know, the whole thing.
0: Gross, yeah. <laughs> but awesome at the same time. And I think that yeah, I mean so like I just didn't I didn't know what I could do because I told myself I can't. And then once I finished the mar- mm-hmm. I once I crossed the finish line of the marathon, I was like, all right, well, we're not doing that anymore. We're not telling ourselves that we can't in any capacity yes. of life, not just with fitness. And let's try this approach now. Like, don't stop letting other people tell you what you can do or who you're supposed to be. Like, yeah. I'm also it's also a little bit like, um, it's like a therapy session, kind of,
3: yeah. You're like, let's yeah. see what we
0: can discover today about ourselves, about mm-hmm. like what we want for the future. I got a lot of time. I'm like leaning into this race and I'm gonna be out here for a yes. while. There's yep. tears. Yep. There like Settle the whole in. thing. Yeah. It's a, it's a <laughs> I cry
1: when I run all the time.
0: Me too. It's insane. <laughs> I love it.
1: Viva, <laughs> it's a, you know what's really amazing, Candace? I talk about how I cry on different things like on social media or whatnot. Man, people are offended by the fact that what? I cry. And I I oh, oh, it is. It's like, dude. Yeah, you you hear all the toxic masculinity things oh, that you would my think. Oh, you know husband like, regularly. You know, and and I think it's beautiful. Oh man, I'm I I cry. I, TV shows Absolutely. like the whole thing. Oh man, we my kids are watching this new show um, called Alexis and Kate, I think Katie and Alexis or something. Anyways, it's these two like best friends, and um, actually uh, Tiffany Thiessen, <gasps> Tiffany Amber Thiessen, she's a, she's one of the moms. Yeah, I come mean, on, say my, by the bell.
0: She was my idol for sure. I named she's, all my Barbies after right? Thiessen.
4: There you go. <laughs> <laughs> the, full,
1: the full yeah for sure. Um, it, it, yeah, and um, and uh, but anyways, um, w- Tiffany's daughter in the show actually has cancer in like the season one or whatever. And her best friend, they like shave, she, she has to, the girl that has cancer loses all her, her hair and then her best friend shaves her mm-hmm. head and they like go to high school together. But then they like, you know, she gets through cancer and everything. And, and, but it's just like the whole show. It's totally cheesy. It's like a cheesy, well, cheesy, cheese fest show. And, and I cry yeah. every episode. It's so, <laughs> and I love it. I The kids are watching. I'm like, y'all started a new one without me? What the heck? And it's, oh my gosh, I love it. It is like so good. But I cry all the time. I love to cry. And like, I when I run, I'll start thinking of like, you know, inspirational things or or um you know something i'm going through or whatever and i've been i've run a couple of marathons myself and and literally i've had friends cheering for me and when they're when i when they start yes. cheering for me or i see them along the path i start crying yeah. and i'm like go away <laughs> go away i can't i, I can't to, run anymore
0: hang up i'm gonna send you a lot all my finisher photos from races hysterical in every single one hysterical <laughs> Sorry, i didn't yeah. to because you're like oh, you're hysterically good. crying, like ugly crying, like blah, blah, blah. <laughs> it's a beautiful moment. So whatever that metaphorically, whatever that is, find your find your finish yeah. line. We
1: can't stay on all day. I would like to stay totally. on all day I can with talk you. All day. Um, but I want to really quickly before we um, hang up, I want to talk about day one since we're talking about yeah. running. This is your Athleisure brand that you started. Absolutely. This is yeah. Candace Candice Huffine. Tell us about day one.
0: Well, um,
1: which is day. D-A-Y-1-W-O-N, day
0: one, W-O-N, W-O-N, N- day yes, one. Because yes. whatever you need to do, like, I, okay, so the messaging behind the brand name actually came after I uh, finished a 20-mile training run, and I, like, sat down to eat this, like, nice. big burger, and I was, like, doodling on the uh, on the paper that was on the table, and because we yeah. were just talking about how, like, victorious it feels. Like, okay, well, like, the whole day is sorted. Like, I won. I won already. Like, I feel amazing, mm-hmm. and, like, mm-hmm. I feel, like, I just accomplished something that I never thought I could. And like that feeling is like something that you want to bottle up. But like, I keep trying to reiterate, it's like, it doesn't need to come from some extreme long distance run. And you can be in charge of how Hmm. you lay your head down at night and feel like you won something, whatever makes you feel victorious. But the point is Hmm. just making sure that you're on that list, preferably at the top of that list, that the running world or the fitness world wasn't, very inclusive to curvy bodies because I think there was just another misconception that she's not doing long distance running. She's not running marathons. She's not Mm. like she, she's like, she needs lounge wear, but not performance wear. And I really struggled Mm. to find clothing that I could actually train in. To achieve this major goal I set for myself. And it pissed me off, to be honest, because I was like, yeah. here I am. I'm finally committing to something. I make all these goals yep. that I never see through. And here I am actually putting in the work to do it. And you mean to tell me a pair of pants is gonna stop me from achieving this like right. major milestone in my life? Like it made me so mad. I had to turn around so many times on runs because my like the pants weren't right. I was uncomfortable. And I was like, this really is gonna mm-hmm. set me back. And this, and then I was like, how many times has this happened to women? They go out, they feel ready, they're confident. they're ready to go to that class for the first mm. time. They're ready to go dancing, they're ready to go whatever it is, and are told they can't by a piece of fabric. Yes, and it's stupid. Yeah. And so it's like okay. so I I've, in uh, like perfect cosmic intervention, I was um, introduced to a manufacturer like a month before I was about to run the Boston Marathon, which I trained for and like uncomfortable, like these yoga pants that I cut a hole into the waistband of so I could hold my credit card and my keys. Oh my and I was just like making do yeah, with what yeah, I had. Yeah. And I, um,
1: you're amazing. Was,
0: I love that. <laughs>
2: incredible.
0: <was laughs> <like, laughs> I'm like, I'm not, we're going to make it work. But I also was very like nervous about what I would actually run a full marathon in because nothing was ideal. Mm-hmm. So I met this manufacturer and I was like, I would love to explore um, an inclusive, Performance activewear line, but first, like, can we just make just so I can see if this is even something? Like, can we just make my dream leggings so I can run this marathon? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I, I just want a good legging. Didn't touch my legging one time, not once. It was the furthest thing oh, from wow. my mind.
4: Wow. I was so
0: comfortable, wow. and I was like, yes, th- this is h- no brainer. Here we go. And at the time that wow. we launched in October of 2017, we were the only size-inclusive performance activewear brand on the market. We went from size extra small to 5X, 0 to 32. And since then, it has changed, thankfully. Um, And there are a lot more inclusive fitness brands. But from a high-performance aspect is where we still are, like, very unique. And it's just, once again, like, debunking this, like, horrendous misconception that a curvy woman isn't being the most badass and and whatever it is that she's choosing to do. So just, I'm just trying to do a small part as, um, as a, also as the consumer, like this is something that I needed as well. And in fashion, it's something that I wished for to go to a website and just see everything in one place, not separate, not separate tabs, not separate locations based on size, not separate collections based on size and like, It was really the one opportunity I had to really kind of like quote unquote put my money where my mouth is because it's something that I had been very Mm. vocal about for a long time. Like I think that if we're going to be inclusive, it's still not fair to have like separate shopping experiences for women. And it was like the way that I could really double down on what my passion in this industry has already been anyway.
1: That is really incredible. I love that you did that. And I I love the fact that, I mean, you are literally- a game changer okay one more thing and then then i'm gonna let you go dressed dressed d-r-e-s-t yeah you're like a total gamer now i
0: am a gamer i'm like i'm way my avatar is way cooler than i am to be honest um yeah so <laughs> in january i got this really cool opportunity to be I oh, well th- th- last year in the, beginning of, well, in the beginning of 2020 i got this like full body 3d scan to become this okay. avatar and i was like
4: Okay. Like
0: Wrapping your mind around that is like, okay, well, I'm like being scanned. I don't know, like with a bunch, like a camera, 360 of cameras. And like, I don't know what the future yes. of this is, but it sounds really cool. And it's like bending my mind and like, wow, yeah. I can't wait to see. And then this like, re- like, I can't overuse the word cool enough when it comes to explaining this, like being a part of this <laughs> game. Um, and so they turned me into this avatar. Real life, like she looks very realistic. Um, Yeah. Me that you can dress and like style up for photo shoots and take around the world. And the really cool thing about dressed is the inclusivity aspect that Mm -hmm. they don't need to shout from the rooftops, but it's very apparent. Like when you go on Mm. dressed to style an outfit or to play the game, you have an option of so many different kind of women, so many different mm. races and ethnicities and sizes and hairstyles. And mm. it, it's just very cool. <laughs> Again, cool, cool, cool. very cool to see that like <laughs> this, the importance of like this movement and what we're doing infiltrates even into a virtual world because you need yeah. to see it from all sides. You know, if you're gonna, we have devices in our hands, we're playing games. We have these like mini computers. And what you spend your time doing should be something that's you're going to leave with a positive outlook for, whether yeah. you, that's the intention yeah. or not, you know, it's like, you should just have options of beauty to celebrate, yes. you know, and I often play yeah. with girls who are not even, that sounds so weird, I often play with <laughs> avatars that are not even myself because I'm like, she looks yeah. so rad, like, I would love to, like, I want to put, like, a cool dress on her and, like. It's just such a nice, it's just so different and very important and it's very cool. And every time that you book any of the models to dress, they give back to a charity of our choice. So I actually have partnered with the movement foundation, which goes ties in with what we were just talking about before with the realization of the importance of like what our bodies can do. And the movement foundation is an organization that was, um, is designed to teach like self love and confidence to young girls and women through sport. So it's oh, really cool. bringing in like oh, that cool. thing that I learned when I was in my mid thirties in an oh, earlier yeah. timeline. So that that yes. confidence is instilled super early, and it comes yeah. from just like the freedom of movement, literally. But then also like yeah. that little special something that comes along with it and makes you feel badass.
1: I love it. It's
0: all good thing. Well, you
1: are. You are a badass, and uh, I am so thankful and feel so lucky that you have given us so much time today. Um, it was such a pleasure, thank you times. Such a thank you times a million, really and truly. Um, it's been too long. We, we need to have another Kelly Clarkson concert in Cedar Rapids or wherever. I vote
0: for, yeah. I mean, I vote for Kelly Clarkson in Waco. I'll come there. Trust me. Come on. <laughs> yeah. that would be. And awesome. if Christian
1: comes with you, he better bring me a, a bag of clothes. <laughs> That's
0: true. That's true. I'm going to tell him, about, I'm going to ask him if he remembers these khaki shorts and if it has scarred him and if he wants to do anything. To fix
1: it. <laughs> I noticed that he didn't look at me much that <laughs> night. <laughs> It's a little too painful. Oh, this guy. Oh, Golly. You can always
0: turn it around. There's always you time for
2: a Yeah. <laughs> yes.
1: Oh my gosh, oh, yeah. you are uh, literally the best. I'm I'm just so thankful to know you and to get to talk to you and um thank you on behalf of yes, um, you know all people really um, who need this change in their lives that you are out there fighting this fight and, um, day after day, cause it's not something that happens in the snap sure. of a finger. It is l- little movements over time, over, you know, time and time and time and time again, talking about it, living it, um, being an example and, you know, starting something like day one, people might hear them be like, Oh, how glamorous you started your own athleisure brand. It's hard work. Yeah, um, I, I'm a small business owner. And so I understand that it, that just that alone, yeah. that is a hard thing to do. Um, so Thank, many yeah. decisions to, to to make. And there's, you know, uh, pressure and you know, it's a risk, the whole thing and and but you're doing it. And I know that you're doing it because you truly care. Um, about how not just women all of us how we view our bodies how we you know our confidence et cetera, et cetera. and I love it I just love it you are lovely and um, thank, thank you times you. a million
0: this is amazing I could honestly talk to you all day about all the things and thank you for having me it's such a pleasure and I just love what you're doing here
1: thank you Candice thank you're
3: you you're the best
1: Candice Huffine I mean the most fun
3: so fun
1: you want to be your best friend don't you
3: yes Best friends. <laughs> Candace, let's hang out.
1: Uh, she is amazing. I also want to go buy some board shorts and I want to have something to try out for just because I want to go try out in board shorts and a t shirt.
3: Maybe your next conference, if you ever have one again in the COVID world, you can just throw on some board shorts and go and out and go speak and talk. to the crowd. And, yeah. <laughs> yes.
1: Oh my gosh, I could totally do that.
3: Yeah, and and
1: oh, be- no, I need to get like a t shirt with her face on it.
3: That might be too much. Sorry. It would be
1: amazing. Like a t shirt with her face on it and board shorts and be like, this one's for Candace.
3: Well, yeah, that could be cool.
1: I yeah. Guess, maybe. I'm, or this weird. So in- I
3: don't
1: know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm so inspired by her. I'm such a fan. Oh, man. She's amazing. Thank you, Candace.
3: Thanks, Candace.
1: Lisa, it's time to highlight more women in music. And uh, this week. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I just said, uh huh. I don't <laughs> know what that was from. I don't know. But we're going to keep it. Uh, her name is DeAnda Frost, and um, you find it on iTunes whatnot under Frost. Simply Frost. I like that. Very clean. Very simple. Um, her husband actually reached out to us, which is so cool. And that's one of the reasons why we're so excited. It worked, Lisa. Yes, Someone it
3: reached worked. Out. Thank you for reaching out to us, Tim.
1: <laughs> oh, man. Uh, we want to hear from you all if you have Um, friends who are in the uh, music industry, or if you are a woman who is making music um, and and putting that out into the world, we want to hear it. We want to share it. So please make sure you email us contact at manunmadepodcast.com. Contact at manunmadepodcast.com. Send us either your information or a friend or whoever that you would uh, like to highlight. And um, we'll be sure and do that. This is exactly what this is for. So frost, that's the name of the band. The music is beautiful. We're going to play the song um, uh, Diamond, Diamond Eyes. Eyes. Yes, yes, thank you. I, I, I love it. I'm very excited. I, I paused there because my phone all started, started ringing, and it said telemarketer. Literally, it just says telemarketer.
3: Yeah, that happens.
1: I know. I just definitely don't want to pick that up. Anyways, yep. so we're going to listen to the song Diamond Eyes. Um, it's a beautiful song. Fun fact, it was made during a, a huge thunderstorm, and you could hear the thunder in the background when they were recording but it ended up falling in line with the beat of the song. So they left the thunder in. It's pretty sweet. Love it. And uh, it's a family affair. Tim's involved in uh, the production of the music with Deanda and their son Odin is involved as well. Um, he creates beats for the music. And that is special because Odin is a nonverbal autistic. Uh, just a beautiful story. You can look more into that um, and how they all make music together. Um, on their Instagram account, which is at Tim. so at Q-U-A-R-U-N-T-I-M, uh, and that is the public Instagram for the Frost family and where they post and promote um, their music. DeAnda, we're excited to hear you singing to us today. Um, thank you for making music and putting it out into the world. Enjoy Diamond Eyes. Man Unmade is produced, organized, researched, and generally held together by Lisa Collins. Audio production and original music by Jackson Palomino. I'm your host, Clint Harp. Thanks for joining us on Man Unmade. Let's listen to some music. Bye, friends.
2: He gave the ring and daisy I danced out in the trees My heart was pounding, it was racing All at once connected by